It is the interview that everyone always waits for. The end of the season appearance from the Hall of Famer Jerry Jones with Sean and RJ. Brought to you by Ford. Ford is the best in Texas. And Jerry is joining us right here on DFW Sports Station, your home of America's team. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Hey, guys. And uh, uh, it's uh, uh, good to be on with you this morning. I wish we were talking about uh, playing these bucks. Uh, this morning, and it's uh, uh, certainly uh, uh, we don't have to uh, adhere to the 48-hour rule or 24-hour rule or whatever it is that you say you can think about the game one way or the other. So we get to weigh uh, this uh, game we had in New York for as long as we want to incorporate it in our overall look at the season. And so uh, uh, we're beginning that here today. But uh, uh, in general, uh, uh, we've got to uh, do what I always do, and that's point out uh, or uh, reflect on uh, some things that we did well, try to enhance those and try to embellish those, try to uh, keep those, uh, try to improve on those, and then we want to eliminate the, the mistakes that we made during the year. Jerry, what was what were your thoughts and what are your thoughts on the two Mike McCarthy decisions, kicking the extra point versus the two-point in earlier in the game and then not challenging the Giants catch that eventually led to a field goal? You know, um, uh, uh, we all saw uh, the uh, catch. They, I'll start with the second one first. Uh, and we had the benefit of seeing that ball uh, uh, close to the ground or on the ground. And uh, uh, my, experience, my, my initial reaction was that it's uh, very difficult to get these things overturned. Uh, and so, uh, uh, you know, I was uh, concerned about using the timeout as well. Uh, as it turns out, it did uh, uh, lengthen the uh, distance of the field goal. And uh, having said that, I mean, it shortened the distance of the field goal. And uh, that turned out to be a critical play. Uh, we all probably had that one to do over again, the way the game turned out, how we ended up uh, 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 needing the timeouts not needing the timeouts, uh, we could have easily burned that one and um, made that uh, difficult, more difficult. So bottom line is that uh, uh, we always wanted some do-overs if uh, they look like they could have changed that outcome. But uh, generally I'm a little, uh, a little philosophical about it. Jerry, could, did they show the replay in the stadium on the Jumbotrons in time to call the challenge? Like, Could Mike have seen the replays himself? and not necessarily needed to rely on the replay booth? Not really. We were scrambling like hell to get some communication to the extent you can. You know, you're really limited on being able to communicate in any way when you've got the best advantage on television. The rules are set up so that the uh, decisions are uh, uh, compromised, if you will, uh, relative to the use, uh, one team's use of the television or one team, not television, but the video of it. So uh, it came quick, to make a long story short. They did a good job of getting up there and getting the ball off. So that decision basically was from upstairs. It wasn't Mike's. He was told, no, I don't think we should challenge it, right? Well, I don't know about that. It, uh, Mike knew it was close, and uh, I thought he had uh, uh, later, I thought uh, his explanation was that he realized it was uh, – uh, uh, tight, uh, close, uh, but uh, he uh, uh, didn't see enough to uh, warrant the risk of the timeout. 
I buy that. We can second guess that decision, of course, but still, uh, he. I know that his thinking was there as to what price you pay here. He had it down. He knew that that would uh, back him up, and he also knew uh, and was thinking of the value of the timeout. So, uh, uh, you know, you you weigh you weigh all of that. Uh, uh, if it's a moot question, then you probably don't hear much about it. Jerry Jones here on the you're fan. And me. I think maybe you're asking me, <clears throat> do I really dock him for uh, making that call at that particular time? My experience over the years with all coaches, all coaches that I've ever had an association with, they have ample second-guessing of their decisions, game day as well as uh, other types of decisions. And uh, I frankly, uh, it, uh, it, it takes a... A, uh, a, a real blind, blind, unexplicable uh, type situation to really get my attention on how that coach makes that decision. Jerry Jones right here on the fan. And, Jerry, how did you feel about the extra point versus two-point decision? I'm good. I'm, I'm really good with that. I saw uh, they're, they're pretty, we don't do well in the uh, red zone this year, and they're a pretty tough bunch to uh, get short yardage on. So, Jerry, your overall summary of the season, we know about COVID, we know about injuries. Uh, what, what is your overall summary of the good and the bad as you head into the offseason? Well, number one, we fell far short of what I thought uh, our team would accomplish. Uh, I uh, totally uh, underestimated the impact of, of not being with the team uh, early through uh, the spring and through the training camp uh, with the change in coaching, and if you will, especially on the defensive side of the line, uh, if you will, uh, a change in technique, a change in uh, some, some uh, uh, philosophy there. Uh, I underestimated the impact that uh, that would have if you didn't have more time with the players. Uh, we actually were on the money on the offensive side of the line. Uh, we had challenges because we had uh, new players, so to speak, relative uh, to our offensive line, and that was quite a challenge throughout the year. But I, uh, we didn't underestimate that. We've always known if we came up, uh, if we lost uh, uh, several key players in the offensive line, we were going to be challenged. I don't care what we did at, uh, uh, with our skill positions. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I really uh, uh, missed it uh, relative to uh, how important that it might be to stay hitched with the same uh, uh, overall philosophy. And uh, that one's on me. I'll take that one. That, well, that well, one should have been uh, when we sat down, we should have said, look, uh, uh, especially as we're getting on into uh, the COVID situation and saw that we were going to be limited with our time with the team, uh, then uh, uh, putting an emphasis on uh, familiarity, putting an emphasis on things that uh, players have had a lot of experience with. Now, we still, especially on the defensive side of the ball, we brought in several new players that also had uh, an experience in, def- uh, in certain, uh, whether it be technique or whether it be defensive philosophy, uh, but uh, uh, we, we fundamentally uh, have to, uh, the word is discipline. 
the word is discipline. When you, it's real obvious when you look at the defense that gives up big plays, big plays. Uh, that is a that's directly to the word in the dictionary called discipline of uh, doing your assignments. And um, that has uh, that's not criticizing a player. It is criticizing a player. It's not criticizing a coach. It is. It's criticizing the whole deal. Uh, in the NFL, yeah. you better have discipline or you're going to get a lot of big plays, and you get enough of those big plays, they're like turnovers. It's 20 yards up plays. They, they really tear your butt up. Very good explanation. And ownership with – we were talking about that earlier, Jerry. You know, How do you blame or not blame an unprecedented COVID offseason? And, and could that maybe you know, give Mike Nolan a little bit of a pass, that it was something – unpredictable to overcome. Do you, with that said, do you expect Mike Nolan to, to come back? I look at these teams playing today that's going to play this weekend. Now, they managed to figure out how to do it. We didn't. But they managed to figure out how to get to the playoffs. And there will be one of them that manages to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. There are player, there are teams in the, that are in the playoffs that have new coaches. All teams... Uh, had the same time, same limited time in many camps, uh, put their teams together. Many teams uh, had uh, certainly uh, really serious uh, player availability problems. Most of those aren't in the playoffs that had the real serious. The mm-hmm. teams that, uh, such as we saw play the other night, the Philadelphia's and they really, those teams had challenges with losing key skills and um, as much as anything, uh, yeah. those offensive lines uh, wrecked a lot of teams this year. And it's always been a source of concern in pro football when you start losing one or two and then uh, the consequences of playing with uh, less experienced players uh, are less than what you plan to play for. So having said that, uh, I look, first of all, uh, people got the job done with COVID. We need to wear that crown and put it in the mirror and look at it. We didn't. They did. And so uh, that's very important that we analyze what we didn't do, uh, what, uh, uh, how, how we managed to be some of the ones that aren't playing. Uh, it's it's uh, going to be a very hard, hard, not hard, you want to see hard, look around you and look what's happening in our in American society and everything. That's hard times. But relative to the challenge of getting better next year, uh, we are going to absolutely take a hard look at it. Uh, we are just out of the gate. We haven't even taken almost the first few steps out of the gate with Mike McCarthy. And uh, his his philosophy and what he can bring to the table. Uh, the, the gates have just jumped open. And so we've got uh, really a great opportunity to take the negatives here. And I'm not, this sounds foolhardily almost, but we need to take these negatives and we need to burn them in uh, ourselves uh, so that we can uh, uh, very candidly, fresh, uh, figure out ways to not do what we thought we would do. Uh, Mike, as well as all of us, thought we had some of the best personnel that we've had since I've been with the Dallas Cowboys this year. Personnel players, some of the very mm-hmm. best. Uh, arguably, Mike would tell you some of the best he's ever had. 
And so we've got some work to do, and uh, uh, we will do it. So that sounds like you haven't made a decision yet on the return of Mike Nolan. Should not sound like anything other than uh, there's not but uh, but one way to face this thing, and that is uh, uh, work, intense work. Uh, Forget the people's names that are on the positions. Uh, It's just going to take a lot of work, and we've got to uh, uh, really – uh, people are going to be uh, uh, just as resolved as we are. That's what makes this game so great. And there's a lot of ways to make this thing uh, happen. Uh, I've got all the incentive in the world. I've got every incentive there is to uh, win and make winning decisions. Uh, no one shoves it out there and bets it as much as uh, we bet it uh, to uh, 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 to win a ball game or to have our fans excited about the team. Uh, uh, you know, our, our stadium is a, I'm going to segue for you, but our stadium is a great example. You know, I think we set, and I'm going to arm wave, but I think we set the world record for attendance for a, a venue this year at our stadium in the world of pandemic. And uh, uh, we uh, did it extremely the results were extremely safe, maybe uh, at the very top with much less attendance. Uh, my point is that uh, uh, we, we have uh, such a, uh, a great fan base. We have such a great, uh, if you will, uh, football culture uh, in our market. Uh, we're in a country that uh, uh, is so... Uh, uh, interested and involved in the very game that we play. Uh, in all of my time in football, I've never seen it come together that what we do uh, has its rewards. Uh, but the fact that we're not getting it done, the fact that we aren't uh, in the playoffs right now, the fact that we don't have a chance to uh, 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 get in that Super Bowl all of that uh, it just makes me sick because this is the heyday of uh, our game. This is the heyday of the NFL. Makes me sick. Jerry Jones joining us here on 105.3 The Fan. How close were you guys to losing Kellen to Boise State? What was the sell job, if there was one, that you had to do to him to, to get him to stay here? Well, I think it does speak to, uh, 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 first of all, Kellen uh, to have uh, at this juncture in his career to have those kinds of opportunities uh, says tells you a lot. Uh, but I think what is there is uh, what you don't see uh, relative to job openings or, or relative to uh, stats. Uh, he's outstanding. Uh, he's, uh, uh, he's spent his life in coaching. He grew up around the kitchen table, osmosis. Uh, but he's gifted uh, in our particular case. Uh, match made right where you want it made. Mike McCarthy, uh, there was no truth, nothing that involved uh, uh, us saying, uh, Mike, when you come in, we want you to consider keeping Kellen. Mike came through the door wanting to see and hoping that Kellen would be able to stay with him. So he was an admirer of Kellen when he came through the door. Uh, they worked like a charm together. Uh, he will give us everything that a top offensive coordinator to do. Intense, intense work ethic. Intense 
work ethic. Very important. Very important. Uh, uh, and to, to candidly, uh, with what uh, uh, I saw this year, with what uh, I look at personnel-wise, and I look at uh, having Mike McCarthy as our head coach and Kellen as the uh, the coordinator and the other coaches, uh, position coaches, uh, I just uh, uh, I feel so good about where we are here with our offensive football team and to have a quarterback like Dak Prescott. Jerry Jones here on Sean and RJ on the Byers Barricades phone line 105.3 The Fan. You talk about Dak. Uh, does he have even more leverage now, Jerry, in, in these negotiations? I don't know how you could have any more leverage uh, uh, Dak has uh, 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 absolutely been a uh, 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 might be a postcard picture postcard, so to speak. But uh, his evolving into an NFL quarterback has been nothing short of a, 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 a perfect picture, and uh, he uh, has great uh, uh, ability in my mind to win games. Uh, he's talented. He uh, uh, certainly has. Uh, experience, uh, and so he has uh, all the things as uh, substantiated by what we've offered Zach. Uh, you know, we you wouldn't be offering Dak what's been offered him in the past had you not thought he was very special. And so, yes. uh, you know, the issue is uh, uh, how do you how do you come together, and uh, uh, that's no stranger to me. I've been doing it all my life. I got here uh, putting things together, and... Uh, We've got to get it together. Jerry, why is the length of the deal such a big issue? Uh, if if Dak wants to get back to free agency when the money goes up from TV revenue or you guys don't want the deal to be as long, what, why why is the length such a holdup with this? Uh, the, uh, the planning, uh, you guys are well aware that uh, uh, we uh, have uh, – uh, a certain amount, period, that can be uh, paid to players every year. It's a very uh, competitive thing, uh, and uh, uh, it has uh, uh, the longer the term, the more flexibility you've got in any number that you have in a contract. Uh, the uh, uh, planning ahead, the looking ahead, what you can spend, what you can give on a, uh, any other free agent, uh, your overall uh, uh, planning. It's like the amount of uh, uh, time you've got left on your car payments or your house payment or anything else. You've got three years left. You've got one thing. If you've got 15 years left, you usually have uh, less uh, less payment. Jerry, w- how concerned are you that he just says, okay, you guys can tag me for one more year, and then I'll just be an unrestricted free agent. Why would I not do that if I was Dak Prescott? Again, guys, let's don't let's let's really don't because we don't have uh, uh, enough time uh, almost this month to d- discuss this over the radio. But uh, uh, you just get into uh, uh, the uh, nuances of uh, uh, we've got to fit uh, uh, potential uh, uh, defense in here. We've got to pay defense. Uh, we've got to pay uh, additional defense this year, and uh, any dollar that goes there doesn't go toward another player. Period. Jerry, how do you That's view? How simple it is. Sorry, how, how do you view the the potential flat cap 
impacting the aggressiveness you guys can have with your other offseason needs? Well, let me say this. Uh, the less the cap, the bigger impact that uh, will limit us on being able to uh, uh, make contracts. And last year, with the COVID, uh, we agreed to a number, but we agreed to take how the cap will be reduced this year, which it uh, is going to be reduced this year. We agreed to take that this year. So we'll reduce the cap as opposed to what it had planned to be. The dollars will be, uh, as you would see it at this juncture, the dollars would be uh, less now than they were this past year. Every team is facing that. Jerry Jones joining us here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, you know, on, on Sunday night, this was a big issue. Uh, the Eagles pulling Jalen Hurts in the middle of the game. Uh, you know, I know you know Ben Roethlisberger didn't start, so the Browns got basically uh, an easier road, if you want to call it that. Does the league have a, a, an issue, an integrity issue in these final weeks where, you know, something like that with the Eagles happens and, and they take issue with it and they, they potentially punish it? you think about them playing Mahomes at Kansas City. Right. That's it. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been in on discussion of this. I served uh, almost ten years on the competition committee, and I've been in probably ever about ninety nine percent of the ownership meetings over the last thirty years. And I've had a lot of discussions and seen a lot of discussions on this matter. Uh, uh, what if you're sitting there, been getting killed by uh, uh, New England all these years, and you have a chance to uh, uh, keep them from going to the playoffs? And you're a direct competitor in the same, almost the same market. You want to help New England win another one? <laughs> so my point is, what are all of these nuances? Now, now, just let me say this: uh, we we must and should uh, have games that uh, uh, have reasons to uh, compete and win. And uh, that's, uh, you know, when we construct. Plays, go one for two, uh, extra point, kickoffs, all of that. Uh, we we uh, are keenly aware that it uh, that the game must be competitive and at all times not only have an exciting play, uh, but have a game that actually has consequences. And you try to get all of those nuances in there. When have we seen that player uh, stop right before the goal line and sit down rather than scoring at the end of the game? not to give the ball back. We buy into that. We buy into the running back stopping before the goal line and squatting so that we can uh, not give the team the other ball because they might come back and beat you with a touchdown. We buy that strategy. So what you're getting into is the strategies of working for your position to do what? Get to the playoff. And in this particular case, uh, I assume they wanted to see a few snaps from that uh, tall quarterback they had, and uh, or apparently was uh, has had some background in it. Uh, but I really don't know the nuances there. Now I'm sounding like I'm supportive. Uh, I'm I'm really not. I'm I'm just saying there are times in pro football that the strategies of what happened does not uh, reconcile with the competitiveness of the play. We as a league for the last 30 years that I've been involved have tried to make those reconcile every place we can yeah. and not divert from a non-competitive situation that is, in effect, a competitive situation on another side of the team management. 
We agree with you. Jerry, last one. We ask it every year after a tough season like this. It's actually a, a listener reaction to what you were talking about earlier with the attendance numbers and all that stuff. What do you say to the Cowboy fans who say – Jerry Jones cares more about the attendance, more about the brand, more about the ratings over the actual wins and the championships here with the Cowboys. Well, first of all, uh, I cared tremendous about the viewership, and I cared tremendous about the attendance at the stadium. Uh, uh, I cared tremendous about the attendance at training camp and the crowds that watch us practice of fans and the promotion of the team is the promotion of the franchise. And that creates interest. And then consequently, that begets uh, enthusiasm by uh, networks. It causes eyeballs to be on you with television. And so I'm unabashed. I work every way known to man to have the Cowboys to stay relevant and interesting. Where the misnomer is that I care any more or less about that than I do making a first down. That's where it goes away, and that's just not right. Of uh, Every chance that I'm given an opportunity to trade dollars or, if you will, to trade a issue of visibility or an issue of uh, promotion, Every chance that I give a chance, I go for the first down. Every chance. I'll go all the way back to when I bought the team. That was the most money that had ever come out of anybody's pocket to get into sport. And I somehow, God willing, I got in a spot to do it, and I gave every damn bit of it up to buy the Cowboys. Because I'd rather have had that than the money. Jerry Jones, another season with us right here on the home of America's team. You gave us an even bigger platform on Tuesdays, Jerry, because of COVID and the media stuff after games. Thank you so much for answering all the tough questions, all the awesome entertainment, and we look forward to catching up with you again soon. You bet, guys. Thank you.